Hello and welcome to the Mark's Ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we are discussing the movie The Glass Key from 1942 as well as the 2023 Oscar nominations. But we will start off with The Glass Key. Cam, do you have some fun facts for us? The Glass Keys is a 1942 American crime drama based on the 1931 novel. Um, it was It's a remake. They made one in the 30s um, as well. Um, it's a movie directed by Stuart Heisler, not a name I know. Written by Jonathan Latimer. Uh, stars Brian Donlevy, uh, Veronica Lake, Alan Ladd, and William Bendix. It's, a, it's also a Paramount picture. There you go. So... Uh brief summary of the movie basically there's this uh kind of scummy politician who uh falls in love with a girl and changes his politics to do that but the mob is unhappy about that do you think that's a good summary uh, but yeah i'll say about that <laughs> it's uh so going into this i was expecting a little bit more so the little bit that i know about it is that it's uh written by well like the original book was written by dashiel uh hammett okay uh, who is also the uh, writer of, uh, I'm sure you've heard of this, Maltese Falcon, which yes, is like yes, one of the most classic like film noirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like in the 30s known as like being a communist. Like he was part of the Communist Party. He helped, uh, I forget which person it ran, but some person ran uh, as like the socialist candidate that he like backed. And like he was a big like anti-McCarthy like person. I uh, love that. Yeah, and he like went to jail because he refused to like go to the McCarthy trials, kind of thing. Based. So I was like, "Oh, this, that sounds cool. Maybe he'll have like a more leftist movie." But it it was not really that. <laughs> I, I will nope. say, uh, spoiler for a movie that's like almost a hundred years old. But uh, eighty one, sorry, seventy nine. Yeah, that's almost a hundred years. Well, give or take twenty. <laughs> exactly. What, what's twenty do years among do friends? Do think twenty one? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But. Uh, what are your kind of initial thoughts of this movie? Um, I it felt long for being only eight, uh, for only being a crisp eighty five minutes. Yeah, uh, pacing wasn't great. There's 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 almost too many. You know what it is? There's too many characters that all look and sound the same. Uh, <laughs> I had a hard time telling apart who was who for the first for the for first bit. Yeah, very much so. Like also, you 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 see you see some characters who come and go, some who die. Um, and yeah, there's like there's like a love a love square instead of a love tri- love triangle, which is fun. Yeah, <laughs> and, and make it make it a bit bit more confusing. I didn't mind. It. I'm pretty sure I, I gave it three and a half. Like I I I, I didn't mind it. Also, some um, great mustaches. Great, also great punches, comical punches. I love I love I me a good like like Indiana Jones style, like a good old. Punch like, <laughs> punch like you don't expect like, like like a pow to pop up like a Batman. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it was definitely a little confusing. I feel so on rewatch, it would make a little bit more sense. Yeah, but yeah, everyone does kind of look and sound the same. Uh, a little fun fact for you though is that uh, oh, what's his face? The guy from uh, I can't play from uh, Orwell. Nope, Orson Welles. Yeah, Orson Welles, thank you. He did a uh, production of this uh, for radio, huh. uh, which which is kind of just a fun fact that shows kind of like the influence of uh, Hammett in like movies and like arts at that time, like with like yeah. Maltese Falcon and like with George, uh, or not George, with uh, Orson Welles. Uh, I always want to say George Orwell, but that's very wrong. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I found just kind of interesting, but uh, yeah. Anyways, going back into the movie itself, uh, I found it was interesting because it was it's it, it was kind of like an early version of like the anti-hero in movies. Because yeah. like in a lot of like film noirs that I've seen, like it seems like there's always like a set good guy and a set bad guy, whereas like here everyone was kind of a bad guy. Yeah, like the main character. Like I do like how the 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 protagonist uh, played by Alan Alan Ladd is like he's a gangster but he's like a lower tier gangster yeah like he's a working class gangster like he still like has to work and like watches how well watches he has to watch how how, how much he spends and like he's he still has to like like it's, it's not just like the life the life of, of luxury that like his boss has exactly yeah 
and, and like well going to the movie you expect to be following brian like the main guy or like the yeah. uh, the, the richer guy but Mad, you end up, M- M- madvig yeah Mad- but you end up following uh and uh beaumont um yes. which i i think is for the better i think uh, he's a lot more of an interesting character yeah compared to, to, to paul but uh uh, I, I thought like like there was some good acting for the time. Like it is for, like from the forties. So I thought it was pretty interesting. But mm-hmm. the, it, you can definitely tell that it is from the forties. Like there's definitely some sexism and stuff, uh, <laughs> and, and like that sort of like weird like dynamics between the the, the characters. But uh, yeah, uh, women not not be able to meal and make make their own choices and like marry who they want. What a like, sorry, a little tangent. So weird. So weird that like people people think of marriage as the, this like wholesome institution when the whole idea of marrying who you want is a very new idea mm-hmm. like, exactly only in the last like hundred years where yeah. it used to be like marrying like economically or like like hey hey my you, my parents want to deal on someone's someone's <laughs> livestock here's a daughter like, yeah yeah pretty much and like you you learn to love them but you don't love them right off the hop yeah so uh, like defend defend marriage um <laughs> what if I don't also, the fact that, like, well, spoiler for the end, but, like, at the end, uh, Beaumont and uh, Janet are like, let's get married after only knowing each other for a week. That sounds like a good plan. Well, uh, yeah, great plan. I, I hope it works out well for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, like, like it, it might not feel as, like, special today, but definitely at the time, it feels though it might have been a little bit, like, more influential uh, in, yeah. like, showing, like, that anti-hero aspect because like, like to me i'm not sure if, have you seen the movie like on the waterfront uh that's um i haven't but that's is that, is that a marlon brando yes yeah i, 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 I could have been somebody i could have been a, could contender. Be a contender oh yeah yeah, yeah exactly um but I, I can definitely see some influences in that movie from this movie like where you're following a sort of villainous uh, uh romancer uh yeah. who's like trying to be a good person kind of thing yeah. but kind of it's failing uh, so, like, at the time, I think it would have been very influential, but watching it today, it's kind of like, oh, it's just, you know, kind of standard. But, more, like, more like Ed Rismont, am I right? <laughs> got him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, I, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to talk about this movie, not going to lie, but... Uh, no, it, it's very... It, it's kind of just your basic film noir, nothing really too crazy. Yeah. But, will, yeah. I will give you some interesting facts about the writer of the book. There's yeah. A, uh, Hammett. So, fun fact: he originally was. I didn't know about this. Uh, that he was originally a Pinkerton. So oh my like, god! So if you know anything about the Pinkertons, like huge, like anti-labor uh, police force for hire, basically. I kill uh, them all the time in in Red Dead. I love killing Pinkertons. <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's very interesting that like like now like people like a lot of them think of him as like this huge like left wing person, but. Uh, he started off his career as being very, like, well, he was a cop, like, a very anti-labor cop. Um, But, like, so it's basically, like, in the 30s with the Great Depression where he really started to turn to uh, left-wing views and, like, being part of the Communist Party and stuff, Mm. uh, which is kind of cool. But uh, if you want to learn more about that, there's a really good paper that I was reading called Politics in the 1920s uh, Writings of uh, Dashiell Hammett by J.A. Zuboff, which Mm. basically kind of outlines the sort of career path of uh Hamas, which is which is i found quite interesting just seeing like the shift in politics from being a pinkerton to a communist it seems it is that, it, it drastic. Is that, like, pe- like people can change people can go from being cops to fucking being to, be, to being communists like, be, people can change and do better yeah nice. but uh but it seemed like like most of his writings were done uh sort of pre him becoming a communist so in that sense that's why uh like this doesn't really have any yeah, some like sort of more like political views like it kind of has like the idea that like politics is kind of scummy and that like and corrupt right yeah and like that hasn't changed in 79 years both like both parties in, in america both main parties in canada are also very corrupt exactly so in that sense like it definitely has somewhat of like a a good sort of analysis of that but i mean in today's world it's like eh, it doesn't really go far enough <laughs> no but yeah, overall, I think it was a pretty fine movie. Uh, yeah. It was it was on Letterbox or not? It was on Letterbox. It was on Criterion Channel. Uh, it's off now, so yeah. Too bad. Next 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 time it's on, give it a check out, I guess. But uh, 
uh, in our recommendations, I'll give you a better film noir. Ooh, I'm curious what that, what that, what that recommendation is. Yes, um, so stay tuned for that. But uh, as we shift to Oscar talk, uh, which will be the main focus of this, but before that, uh, we are going to return to the letterbox to get. Oh, actually, no. First, we need to give a review of this movie. We also forgot to do that. How many thumbs up are you giving it? <laughs> I give it like one, one and like one and a quarter. Like not like, yeah. I give it. Yeah, I give it one and like a thumbnail. Yeah, just a, just a <laughs> blank picture. Just a nice old thumbnail. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah. So that 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 is our review of the Glass Key. Sorry for this this uh, very short review. Uh, I was expecting something more interesting which it was not <laughs> yep it was uh, fine it was, yep. it was a movie yes exactly and sometimes you just gotta watch a fluffy movie that doesn't really mean anything that thank god is only 85 minutes long oh my exactly god. <laughs> <laughs> the one nice thing about like old movies is that they're usually pretty short yeah like i did sorry one one last tangent i watched through like all the universal horrors nice and like the longest one is like an hour and 47 i was like I love that. Mm-hmm. Love that so much. Really, we need to bring that back. True. Bring. You know, do you know a movie is peak and only an hour and forty and only an hour and forty five? What? Puss in Boots. I need to watch that. It's on my list. It's it's very good. It's peak cinema. All right. Well, I will check it out soon. Uh, anyways, uh, I think it's time to do our little uh, letterbox game. So, for those of you who don't remember. Um, I read out uh, four reviews that I found in Letterboxd. However, one of them I created myself. And Cameron, you have to guess which one I made. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Hopefully, you, hopefully you didn't cheat and look at Letterboxd ahead of time. I have not. Not, right. since, not, not, not since I posted my, my review. <laughs> All right. Number one. I need a personal bartender button. Yep. Number, number two. Quote, where'd you learn to quote? Nope, that was wrong. Ignore that. Quote, where'd you learn to cook? My first wife was the second cook at a third-rate kitchen on 4th Street. Third, I just want the glass key to meet the glass onion. And fourth, at least Veronica Lake's hair isn't the killer. Great classic noir. I'm going to go with the third one being fake. It feels too recent. Okay, well, you are correct. That is the one I made. Let's go! <laughs> Look at you go. Well, Leave me uh, being, being a good noir detective. You'll you, love, love, love to see it. You are truly Ed Beaumont, so good good for you. Ed Beaumont, uh, hell yeah. Yes, anyways, all right. That has been our talk of the Glass Key. Now it is time to discuss first some news and then the Oscars. Um, so I actually have uh, two pieces of news. One is interesting and one is maddening. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, I'll start with maddening. All right, so I'm not sure if you saw this. It was pretty big news on Twitter, like maybe two or three days ago. But uh, uh, AMC, which is a <laughs> is a movie theater in the states, um, is changing the pricing depending on where you sit. So if you are in like the first row, you get cheaper tickets, and if you're like in the middle, which is like a prime seat, you have to pay more. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think burning out, burn to the ground. Uh, no, I think that it's stupid because like. Like yes, you paid it. You paid the different prices for like Jets games or like sports, sporting events, concerts. There, I get it. There's a difference between a uh, 100 seat cinema and a uh, 15 to 50,000 50, seat stadium. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not sure if they're doing this to like combat price increases that that they'll have to do anyway, um, or like this is just like, yeah, I'm sick of cinemas killing themselves. Yeah. Like, I want cinemas to thrive. I want them to exist. I, I need them to exist, frankly. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad, I'm glad I'm not in America. But, like, if I was, I'd be so mad. And it's definitely something that could, like, move over to Canada, right? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, like, if, like, since Cineplex started, started doing that. Well, exactly, right? Like, like even, like, uh, last time we were discussing how, uh, like, there's, like, partnerships where, like, one movie chain, uh, movie theater chain will only show, like, Gates movies, right? Yeah. So, like, like it's definitely a, a worrying trend in, in movie theaters. But, anyways, keep on going with what you are saying. Yeah, like, I get, like, because, like, obviously you pay extra for, like, 3D or, like, at Landmark in Winnipeg, there's, like, the extra theater with a little bit better stuff. You, you, you pay extra for that. That's fine. I'm okay with four, forking my, my, my extra buck for that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if the seats are full, and I happen to, like, or, like, if 
if the cheap seats are full and I ha and there's only like more expensive spots left, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah, that's so like. <sighs> It's very classist. It's like the poor yeah. people go sit over in the front of the yeah. theater. The rich people yeah. get to sit in the middle. Yeah, poor poor people don't get don't get to go to the cinema to watch movies. Like, it feels yeah, I hate that so much. It, also, it, you keep on going. Sorry. No, you, you go ahead. I was gonna say like it's also like like what like what's stopping you? Like let's say if you go to like an afternoon show and there's like no one there, I buy a yeah. cheap ticket and I just go sit in the middle because no one else is sitting there. Like what's stopping me from doing that? Yeah. Right. Honestly. Like like as a, like movie theater workers don't care that much like usually it's just no. like teenagers like they're just like okay yeah. and they're all being <laughs> understaffed anyway so exactly like I, i've never seen like a movie theater worker like actually like go into the theater like in the past like few times i've been like uh, i don't know it's uh it, it just seems very strange to me and i i feel like a bad idea like even like elijah woods was like calling it up on twitter oh yeah um but yeah i don't <sighs> know that, that's some news uh my other piece of news um, which is uh, intriguing um, in the sense of, of modern movie making is that Netflix is doing a uh, three-year partnership uh, with Cinematheque uh, Francais, which is like kind of like the uh, the governing body of French cinema. Huh. Um, so like they've done like some sort of like they've done some collaborations with uh, Cinematheque uh, Francais before, but now they actually have like a three-year deal like to uh, like produce and like distribute. French like indie movies, which is huh. uh, really interesting. <laughs> like, like that's not something you really expect from like Netflix to to do. Uh, yeah, that that is intriguing. I think that like it it's good to get those films out there mm -hmm. and more accessible. The more movies we have, and the more accessible, the better life is to me. Agreed. So but, I think it's good, but I'm also worried about Netflix having a power trip and doing and doing some some stupid. Well, I mean, we've seen, like, well, what was it, the whole password sharing thing with Netflix and, like... Yeah. Uh, Bullying corporations works. They're still going to do it. They're just going to do it slowly and not be as public yeah. about it, I think. But, no, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Netflix sucks. Movie streaming services all kind of suck. But it's all we got right now, so uh, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we made cable again. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's great. You still gotta pay. Well, I don't pay anything because I have a great sister who uh, shares all of her passwords with me. Um, Love that. Thank the only you. Thing I, <laughs> the, sister. Yeah, so the only thing I pay for is uh, half of our Criterion channel. Yes. So, yeah, that's nice for me. But not many people get to do that. They kind of have to choose like one streaming service. Yeah. But, oh well. Anyways, uh, should we get into Oscar talk or do you have some pieces of news? I don't have any news. Um... Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have anything, so. All right, then, if you want to introduce uh, the Oscar stuff. Oscar stuff, hello. So we're talking about the 2023 Oscars. Nominations came out a couple weeks ago. Um, a lot of a lot of new nominees this year. 16 out of 20 acting nominations are first-time nominees. That's pretty cool. I love that. Um... Not a ton of surprises. I think the most nominations this year was 11 for everything ever all at once. Mm -hmm. And there's a tie for nine with Elvis and All Quiet on Western Front, I believe. Yeah. I think the most surprising category is uh, Best Actress, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit. Yeah. So I'm on Oscars.org. The, the way they have it first is actor in a leading role. I think we should talk, talk, talk about that, that first. Okay. I've seen three of the five performances, um, that being Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, and Brendan Fraser. Um, my, I'm sure let, Paul Mescal... Sorry, let, let me just get to Oscar.com. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Oscars.org. No. no worries. I can, I can yeah. So, right. yeah, keep, keep going. My favorite of these is probably Elvis. Austin Butler is very good in that movie. That movie is not great, but he is so good in it. And I think the same case is made for Brendan Fraser. The whale. I watched it. I think it gave it three, three and a half. It was, it was fine. But Brandon Fraser carries that movie. But without that good of a performance, that movie is not really watchable. Frankly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'll be and, honest. I haven't seen any of the movies for actor and leading role. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you haven't seen Batches yet. No, I mean, Oof. I, I've been overwhelmed with schoolwork. But that's uh, fair. That's, that's fair. I've been working, but I still have time for movies. Yeah. Yeah. 
I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Austin Butler, Ben Fraser, or Con Farrell won. They're all very deserving, frankly. Yeah. So I yeah. I expect Austin Butler to win. Yeah, I that that that's what I, if I if I put my money down, that that's right where I put it. Like especially with like sort of the trend of the past few years of like like Remy Malik, uh, like winning Best Picture. What's the Best Picture that he won? He won Best Best Actor. He did win Best Actor. What won, won Best Picture? Did he win Best? Like did uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody win Best Picture? Um, no, I think that uh, I think Stars Born won one 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 the year. Oh yeah, but I, I think like. Also, Butler. I, I think I, if I was a betting man, that's who I would uh, put my money on. Also, Taron Edgerton should have won for for Elton John. He was nominated, and that's a crime. Yeah, he should have at least been nominated because he was amazing, awesome. much better than than Remy, or than the Queen movie. But that's just yeah, me. honestly. Um, actor in a supporting role. Next, um, yeah, I I can't speak on Bill Nye and Paul Paul Mescal. I'm sure they're great. Um, I, I can't speak on their performances. I've heard good things, but I can't, I can't speak, speak on them personally. Um, actor in a supporting role, I've, I've seen three of five performances. Um, I've seen Brendan Gleeson's, Barry Kilgan's, and Kiki Kwan's. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's Kiki Kwan's to lose, frankly. Um, yeah, I'd yeah. definitely say so. Yeah, like... I'd probably give run run, run up to Brendan Gleeson, also a great performance. But K. Kwan steals that movie, steals them in that, 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 that movie. Yeah, no, he, he's amazing, and oh, I, I, I think he, just, he deserves yeah. it too. Yeah, and and just the story behind him and this performance—that's it's going to win. Yeah, no, like especially with like 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 Oscar voters, like a good story, they like to feel good for themselves, and it definitely seems like that would be the uh, feel good story, right? Yeah, actress yeah. in a actress in a leading role. I've only seen Michelle Yeoh's. I haven't seen The Fablemans, Leslie, Blonde, or Tar. Um, I think Kate Blanchett will win for Tar. I hope. I, I haven't seen the movie. I just like Kate Blanchett. She's a great actress. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and again, the movie is mostly her, and she does a very good, good, good job. I've heard. Yeah, so I, I think she's going to win. I think Michelle Yeoh would also be a, a good choice. But yeah, the big the, the big surprise the the big story in this category was on Angie Riseborough from Leslie. Yeah. Um, virtually unknown, like no, well, no, not not her. She she's been in, in tons, but the movie, but the movie, movie she's in, like very small, small release, even for most Austin movie standards. It's like what three, like with three movie theaters or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think you probably could have gotten other ones. A lot of people are mentioning Daniel Deadweiler, who plays the mother of Lucas Till, and Till, as well as Bella Davis for the Woman King. But Shorty has an EGOT, so. I still I'm kind of shocked that Viola Davis didn't get nominated. Like it's Viola Davis. It feels like you should nominate her whenever she's in a movie. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, actress in a supporting role. I've seen all of them. I think. Yeah, I have seen all of them. Let's nice. go. Look, 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 look at me go. My, my first one. Um, nominees are Angela Bassett and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Hong Chao for The Whale, Terry Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin, and then. Stephanie Shu and Jamie Lee Curtis everything over all at once. I I know Bassett won the Golden Globe, right? Yes, yeah. I think who, who I think deserves to win Stephanie Shu. Um, who I think will win? I think Angela Bassett. She also frankly deserves it. If any performance in the MCU has deserved Astrom, it's frankly this one. Yeah. Like so many good monologues, speeches. A great, a great performance playing a, mor- a morning mother. It's very good. Yeah, Her performance is very good. I, I'm pretty sure that that one's going to win. I mean, I could even see Hong Chao winning uh, just because of her performance in the menu. Yes, she's um, even better in the in the whale. Exactly. Also, yeah. So like, I think like just because like the menu all of a sudden got like a bunch of steam like just recently, maybe like that could like influence them. They're like, oh, like she had two good movies. Maybe we'll give her the the oscar or something like that mm-hmm. but uh no i think it's a pretty strong category for a uh, supporting role actress so uh yeah i wouldn't be angry if any of these people won. yeah uh, i think jamie curtis has got the nomination for like posterity um, yeah i'm pretty sure that that's her for her first nomination too which is crazy but i guess she's done a lot of like not oscar movies like yeah and horror ha- halloween horror. or yeah horrors don't get really that much oscar buzz yeah exactly. uh, next is best animated feature 
I've seen three or three of these. I, wa I wanted to see all of them, but I didn't, just did not get, get around. I might, I, I might watch the rest before the... We'll see. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Amazing. My shoulder cell with shoes on. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Sea Beast and Turning Red. I've seen Turning Red, Puss in Boots, and Pinocchio. I, for me, it's a toss-up between Puss in Boots and, and Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. What I think is a better Austrian movie is Pinocchio. And, like, the emotions and whatever. But Puss in Boots is so such a good movie. Like, like it, it's very, it's very good. A good action. The story and the and the emotions are very are very touching. And Puss in Boots, I cried multiple times watching both of those movies. Actually, um, yeah, both movies tugged to my heartstrings. And well, they didn't tug. They 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 tackled and beat them to beat them to death. <laughs> um, yeah, I think either one of those could win. I'd probably bet on Pinocchio. Probably, yeah. It's it's such a strong animated feature film category this year. Yes, but, honestly, like, it's not like just like Disney, Disney, Disney. It's uh, actually like a nice diverse animated yeah. like category. Like it's like I, I won't be angry if any of these won. Like to be honest, like it's and, uh, like quite good. And the and the one and the one that could be argued to be taken out is the Disney one. And yeah, and, it, and replaced with like a Wendell Wild or something like that. Exactly right, but. Uh, I'm I'm very happy with it. Like usually, like, I, I, I usually discuss how how I feel like animation's kind of left behind uh, a lot of the times. But I'm, I'm really happy that uh, uh, it seems like animation's getting stronger. And, like it's not just Disney animation. Disney, that, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like, like a like an A24 movie like, with Marcel the Shell so, shoes on him, right? Yeah. Like it's uh, it's a nice diverse category. I'm still salty about Mitchell vs. the Machine losing to Encanto. I I love Encanto. I I actually like it. I frankly, it's it's very good. But, but Mitchell's and the Machines is more unique and, and like one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, it's so good. Next is cinematography. I can't. I can. I've watched Elvis. <laughs> uh, the, uh, these ones. Um, I haven't seen all, all Quiet. I've been to. I'll, 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 I'll watch it before the Oscars. Uh, Roger Deakins, I think, is there for for posterity. I haven't seen Empire of Light. I've heard mid things with the movie. But it probably looks beautiful because it's <laughs> Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins. Yeah. Um, I think All Quiet would win it. Elvis, is, Elvis is a very is a very well shot movie though. So, yeah. other other one. I, I could uh, see Elvis or All Quiet on the uh, Western Front winning. I think those yeah. are probably most likely to win. But yeah. who knows? Cost, costume design: Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, everything ever all at once, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I have seen only two of these movies. I've seen, yeah, I've seen three. Ba I've heard, okay, I've heard Babylon's actually really good. I've heard it's okay. Yeah. It depends, on, like, it depends it. on who you talk to. Some people, like, absolutely love it. Some people yeah. are like, eh. some people, like, Some people, like, it, it didn't deserve quite the amount of hate it got. Yeah. But it's still fine. Yeah. I feel as though uh, Babylon's going to win this one just because it's a movie about Hollywood, and Hollywood likes to... You know, pump its own tires and be like, "Yeah, look at us. We are yeah. good at costumes." But uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think is gonna win? I think probably Elvis. I I'm not sure. That's that's tough. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I'm gonna pick this super pick and pick uh, Mrs. Harris. <laughs> nice. Heard it, heard it here first. Bet against those odds. There you go. Uh, Best directing is the Banshees of Inisherin. I think everywhere all at once. Yeah, sorry. Well, I, I guess director. I'll go by name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was McDonough. like, you should probably mention who's uh, who's the director. Martin McDonough for Banshees, the uh, Daniels for everything everywhere all at once. Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Austin for Triangle of Sadness. I think Todd Field is going to is going is going to win for Tar. I know Steven Spielberg still hasn't won yet for best director, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think he'll have to go in another year. Frankly, if he wasn't going to win for West Side Story, I'm not sure where else <laughs> he could win for that. I mean, the movie's phenomenal. But, like, I feel so... I, I think Steven Spielberg's going to win just because, like, lots of times it's almost like a legacy award without, yeah, like, it being a legacy true. award, right? Like, this yeah. is... Like, it's a movie about himself. It's, like, a very Oscar-y movie. I, I feel as though... Yeah. Has, he hasn't won Best Picture either, has he? Uh, I don't know. Like, I could see him sneaking in, like, a Best Picture and a, and a directing. Yeah. Or, or, or one of... It's either going to be... I think it could be, like, kind of... Either he gets directing or he gets Best Picture. 
is what I assume. Yeah. But I, I view their Steven Spielberg or Mark McDonough for I, Banshees of Insurance. Yeah. I, I honestly, any of these could win, frankly. <laughs> Probably why they're nominated. <laughs> that, that's funny how, 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 how that works, isn't it? It's wild. Yeah. Okay. Document, documentary in shorts, I don't know anything of. I want to watch Fire of uh, Fire of Love. I want to watch. I haven't watched it yet, though. It's I've, uh, on I've, Disney I've heard, Plus. I've, I've heard good things about it. Same, yeah. Uh, so I can't speak to any of those. One, one of them is going to win, obviously, in each category. Um, Film editing. editing, yeah. Uh, Banshee, The Van Elvis, Everything Ever, Everywhere, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Hell yes. First <laughs> first I'm here for, for Top Gun. Um, Your favorite movie. Yeah, uh, I, I finally watched it yesterday. It was pretty good. It, it, it's okay for for being propaganda. It, it's not bad. I mean, that, that's it's basically that, that was my letterbox review. And at least, the, <laughs> and at least, the, like at least the flying is real, and like the like the acting, like yeah. I mean, the, the first half I was kind of like, uh, like it was kind of a drag at the first half, but yeah. then like it starts getting like pretty fun, and like the last like forty minutes is like oh. pretty pretty awesome. I, I will admit, yeah, a rush. Um, film editing, I'd probably Elvis can't because it's too long. But oh, but also, no, hold on. Elvis doesn't feel long. That's the thing. Mm. It's two hours and forty minutes, but it feels like an hour and a half. I watched it with with, with my parents. Like wait, 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 wait. Like it's eleven. What? Like mm. it, it? Yeah. It moves by so fast. I could see. I mean, everything, everywhere all at once. I feel so sh- should win this. Mm-hmm. Because yes. like, there's lots of like times where it like, like relies on editing to tell its story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't think it will win. I think it'll probably be like Tar or Top Gun Maverick. Those seem like the safer choices. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go with uh, everything everywhere. I think. Yeah. Uh, best international feature. I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. My guess is probably all, all quiet. Yeah, I think that's probably a shoe-in, I would say. Yeah. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. You got All Quiet, The Batman, Black Panther, Elvis, and The Whale. Let's go, let's go The Batman. I'm rooting for the for the Batman, but and The Whale will win. The Oscar lo- loves a fat suit. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Which sucks, because like, even, like, there's, there's always the d- 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 discourse around stuff like this. Where, like, Brent Fraser isn't the isn't a small dude. Yeah. Where, like, I had no problem with him playing this character. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's also someone who's dealt with body issues. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he's not actual 600 pounds and doesn't look like that, but better him than, like, uh... uh Timothy Chalamet. Christian Bale, or, Ch- or Chalamet, or someone, <laughs> someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I would pick the Batman because you also have have a similar character, to, like like Colin Farrell playing Oz. Yeah, but he's not doing a fat suit; he's doing like a, a body Prosthetic. changing <laughs> yeah. suit, which I think is is very impressive. I think uh, like just that is very cool, and like also, the know. fact that he would like go to like Starbucks in full getup. <laughs> it's wild. I love and that. Like, what a guy! Colin Farrell yeah. is such a character. Yeah, I love him. He's great. Uh, what what a great year for him this year too. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, I, I hope that the Batman wins. I think it'll probably be like all quiet on the Western Front or Elvis. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my, my my pick is probably the Whale. Um. What I want to win obviously is Batman. Yeah. So uh, music m- music score. Um. All Quiet by Volker Bertelman, Babylon by Justin Hurwitz, Manchester Man Sharon by Carter Burwell, Sun Lux for everything ever all at once. And John Williams for the, for the Fablemans. Um, I think Babylon could, could get this, frankly. Uh, I've, yeah. listened to this, I've, I've, I've heard some of the songs going viral on, on TikTok. So. Classic TikTok. Uh, yeah. I, I would say, uh, I mean, I don't even remember everything ever all at once, like its soundtrack or like its score. So I. Yeah, it's fine. It's not, it's not, 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 nothing special. Like, it's, it's not bad, but it's, it's fine. Yeah, so I, I feel cool. so Babylon is probably the likely winner. I think that's a, a safe bet. Yeah, and like Justin Hurwitz has already won for best score for Wild Land, if I recall. Okay. No. Or did he may, he may have won best song for for yeah he won best song I think for um, 
for La La Land. I, I, I talked about that down again. I know. I, I keep on forgetting about that movie. That, that feels like such a long time ago. It's like, what was I think it? That movie gets so, so, so much hate because of it almost winning Best Picture over um, <coughs> Moonlight. Yeah. Which, yeah, Moonlight probably deserved to win. But, like, La La Land is also very good. It's a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I will admit, it, it's it's... One of the movies that I credit with me getting into movies. It's that one in The Lobster yeah. that uh, really got me into watching The Lobster. Movies. I watched that for the very first time last year. Great movie. Colin Farrell. Amazing. Colin Farrell is amazing. And honestly, I'll say it, the most underrated actor of the t- t- 2000, of the t- 21st, 21st century. I'll I agree. I, I'm excited that he's you know getting into more movies now. Yeah. And I'm, hoping, I'm excited to see uh, what's up for him because he, he's a great actor. Yeah, and he seems like uh, a nice fellow. He's a nice Irish man. Yeah, well, lovely fella. Um, best so- best song you have. This is life. Marry ever all at once. Um, lift me up from talking to talk gun. Ma- uh, sorry, lift me up from Black, Pan- Black Panther. Rihanna's first song in years. Mm-hmm. Hold my hand from by uh, from talk to talk gun Maverick and, and applause from from tell it like lemon. My pick. Oh, you forgot. Uh, oh, Natu. oh, oh! I didn't forget it. Oh, My okay. pick, <laughs> Natu, Natu from RRR. This movie is peak cinema. My favorite movie of 2023. It's frankly prepared. For I am shocked that it wasn't nominated. Or uh, yeah, it was nominated for international feature film. Yeah, uh, I don't like that movie. I know, like for that, like countries have to like select a movie. Yeah. And like because like it's not a Bollywood movie, it's a Thai, like it's it's, it's a Telugu region. So I'm not sure if like uh, like some regioning discourse to stop stop that from happening or, or something. I don't know. It's still sad because uh, I, I didn't watch the whole movie. I've, I've watched bits and pieces, and it's great. I watched yeah. I mean, like that song, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I definitely hope that that wins. Not gonna lie. I think our our would would clear every category. Uh, yeah. If, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's so it's so long that I feel as though a lot of the voters wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I ha- I hate that best picture is not, is not at the end of this list, frankly. But okay. Okay. Uh, best picture. <laughs> there you All go. All quiet on Western Front. Avatar: The Way of Water. Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything Everywhere. Fieldman's. Tar. Tarkin Maverick. And women talking. I have seen, I think five. Come on, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, everything. Tug of Maverick. Six. Very nice. I've watched three of them. <laughs> um, what I think should win is probably Everything Everywhere. I think that one's probably going to get going to get it. Um, honestly, I... Banshees of Asian might. Yeah. I I would, would be happy with the other ones. Uh, so I saw Women Talking. I was actually yes, kinda, so good, so good. I thought it was okay. I was I, was, I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was it would have been a better play than a movie. Absolutely, yeah. I I, I thought I thought I thought the same. Because like it's all about talking and stuff, and I think like the cinematography is really lacking in that movie. It's kind of gray and dismal. Yeah. Um. But like, as a Mennonite, it was kind of cool to see like Mennonites on, <laughs> on TV. Yeah. yeah. Or, like that group that we're from. I mean, that was that was pretty neat. Yeah, and uh, I think like it was very good. I I wish it would have gotten costume design nomination because like, if you go to like Southern Manitoba where we're from, like that is like exactly what Mennonites look like, <laughs> like like old yeah. order Mennonites. Uh, it is weird to see like, but like how like every single actor in that movie is British. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Except for we're reading Mama Mara, but still. Like the, well, the fr- Francis McDermott isn't uh, right, but, but like, but she's not in it very long. Yeah, but like Ben, ben Wishaw, Mackenzie Foy. Yeah, Foy? yeah, um, and um, uh, Jesse Buckley are all British or Irish. Yeah, so I'm glad it got nominated. Me too. But uh, what I find like shocking is how this there's like no other than like women talking. There's like no women nominated like directing. Yeah. Which I feel, or like even people of color, really, other than like uh, the Daniels, one of them is Avatar. James Cameron? No, so I mean <laughs> they're blue. Both are good. Oh, uh, no, I, I meant like the the directors. Yes. Yeah. 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 The yeah, the, the people re- 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 represented for, for best picture. Are, yeah. Yeah. It's a very white male uh, category, which I, I don't know. It's just it's like, wasn't there better movies that were by like not just white men? Uh, yeah. I think. <laughs> 
but the what I did think was kind of cool is how like uh, sort of uh, populist it was, like. Avatar The Way of Water or Top Gun Maverick getting nominated, like just yes. kind of out of place almost. Also very deserving. I haven't seen Avatar. I It's better than the first one, in my, in my, in my opinion. Like, like the, the story is better. Obviously the visuals are, are better. I think it's much, much better. I know there's still problems with like indigenous stuff. I get, I get, I get it. I do. And, and for that reason, I put it lower on my list than I would have. Fair but, enough. It's still a great movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I would probably want everything ever all at once to win. I think it probably will. I yeah. could see All Quiet on the Western Front also making a sneaky win. Doing uh, do, 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 doing the uh, the Parasite and getting both. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think everything ever all wants will win just because it has like a good story attached to it and like with Parasite like it seems like that's kind of what they want to do uh, as yeah. voters like it's, it's something that like everyone will like feel good about putting it in their top category yeah. um, so I think that'll probably get it but mm-hmm. yeah good, good, nice nomination list I yeah. think yeah uh, next is production design um, All Quiet Avatar Babylon Elvis and the Fablemans I think Avatar takes this. I, uh, yeah, like I think because like yes, yes, you have a ton of CG, but like yes, you also have a ton of like set decoration and like all like because like you do have actors interacting with things and you like do have and, like and, like literally like you have the really cool water tank that they use and like it's such such a good movie and and, and the production history is crazy for this movie. Mm-hmm. So, I am well, going to go to pretty much uh, like ten years in the making to make it. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. yeah. I, I am going to go to Avatar or Babylon. Probably, probably Avatar. I think. I think that's probably safe. Yeah, I, I would say I'd probably agree with you on there. Yep. Uh, shorts. I'm going to skip. Fair. Best sound: All Quiet, Avatar, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. I think Top Gun takes this. Uh, I want the Batman to win so bad, though. The Batman, I, had, the Batman sound was so good. I think it was amazing. Like, like sure, Top Gun Maverick has cool like airplane. The fact sounds. that it wasn't nominated for best score is honestly just disheartening. Oh, so true. The, the like, Batman had like the best score of the year. I loved it so much. Like Michael Giacchino, like he he's a fine. Like he's he has he has a lot of blockbusters. Like the Batman was a score that he actually like tried for. Yeah, and every criticism of the score, oh, it sounds, sounds, sounds like the Imperial March. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Like, have you watched the movie? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, oh, it's just that. No, like you've Riddler's theme with Ave Maria. Catwoman's theme is so dope. Yeah. Her little jazz. Oh, it's awesome. Like, yeah. So, very frankly, the Batman should be should be for best score. I don't care. Best sound. It's probably going to go to Avatar. But I think the Batman shall also be nominated for the shall also win. Win, yeah. No, Batman's my choice. I'm glad I got nominated, but I, yeah. I, I want to win. Yeah, honestly, like any of Avatar, Top Gun, or, or Batman, I'd be happy with. Yeah. Uh, VFX, All Quiet, Avatar, Batman, Black Panther, Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, but Black Panther shouldn't be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was. The, the I, I watched the CGI was, was, was mid. <laughs> but the effects were not good. Borderline terrible in the third act. Oh, so bad. Oh, 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 like I was thinking about, about the effects. I'm like, I'm like, Iron, Ironheart comes on. It's like, what is this? The Power Rangers? Like, I'm like, <laughs> and like, not in a good way because I love Power, Power Rangers 2016, and then that movie is frankly fun, and amazing. Yeah. But like, when everyone gets a suit, and like, when like Okoye has a suit, and Pian Youngo has a suit, I'm like, why does everyone ever have a damn suit? Why no, it, so it, it's it's real cringy. I I hope it doesn't win. No offense. The, it's, it's not gonna Avatar is gonna, gonna win it pulls them out of the water it will I, I, I wish out the, the Batman out of the, out of the way of water yeah I, I think the Batman I, is what I'm cheering for yeah I, I, yeah I did love that movie I think that's my second favorite movie of the year but yeah uh, uh, yeah I don't know yeah <laughs> we'll see what happens I guess yeah an Apple screenplay All Quiet Glass Onion Living Top Gun Maverick screenplay and women talking. I out of these choices, women talking. Same. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's a great screenplay. It 
Like there, well, there and, and it's like based off of off of a good book. But yeah, it keeps going. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Like it's the way it balances comedy and humor with also the heavy, heavy, heavy tragedy behind the story mm-hmm. is amazing. Like I was able to laugh and like uh, also oh wait, this movie is about group rape. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's really good, and I I think it, I really hope it wins this because I. Well, like I said, I have some problems with the cinematography. I don't have any problems with the writing. writing I think it's, yeah. it's one of like the best written movies I've seen in a very long time. So, uh, yeah. uh, in that sense, I, I really do hope it wins that. Yeah. And Sarah Pauly, uh, Canadian, lived in Winnipeg, I think, at some point. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, which is pretty cool. I think the author of the original book when we're talking is also from Manitoba, is she not? She's from Steinbeck. I knew it. Haha. <laughs> Which is yeah. which would be very cool, just as like a, a Manitoba yeah. moment. Uh, yeah, to be like, hey, look at this, we won. An we're putting put Manitoba on the map. Hell yeah! Exactly. People, well, especially with like uh, the shout out to the Bros Land uh, at the Land Grammys. Yeah, yeah. And they got shout out at the Grammys for uh, writing one of the winners of the uh, oh, Grammys. Yeah. So hey, look at us go in Manitoba. We're not uh, this uh, deprived sort of de- desolate landscape. Yeah. We also have arts. <laughs> Uh, finish off with best original screenplay, Banshee's Man Sharon, Everything Everywhere, Thaleman's Tar and Triangle of Sadness. I think Banshee's is probably going to win. I could see that winning or everything ever all at once. Yeah. I, it's tough. I think, oh, yeah, it's either one of those two, frankly. Um, I think it depends on who wins the best picture. Like, they think it's going to be one or the other? or Yeah. Both? I think it'll be one or the other. Like, like if uh, like the Banshees win Best Picture, everything all at once will win screenplay. Yeah. Or vice versa. That, yeah, that's, I, that's my prediction. That makes sense. I, I also follow that, follow that with that logic. Yeah. Either one. Like, again, there's no bad options here. I mean, I, I haven't seen Feldman's Tar or Triangle Sadness, but, yeah. What I will say now is that I am very angry that my top movie of the year did not make it into this uh my top movie of the year being nope right vfx to swap in nope for also best sound are you kidding me or best director or like like like, are you kidding me i do not know how that like 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 i say the like best director is like very white (laughs) and like hey jordan peele is a great director and nope was a great movie that like uh well in our unreleased uh recap of 2022 i said is my favorite movie of the year because i just couldn't stop thinking about it i just bought the 4k i'm going to watch it again right like i don't know how it doesn't make it anywhere on here because it's it's literally like in my books one of the best movies of the year and i think frankly a a crime do you know what it is it's a horror movie and like it and it's like um as the written by a black man, which is like double, double negative score for Oscars. Yeah. But and also, well, and I think the the third strike is that, uh, like, well, it portrays the movie industry, which usually the Oscar loves, it portrays it in a bad mm-hmm. light by being like, "Hey, you're a racist." <laughs> yeah, and also like just like the, the exploitative nature of it. Exactly. So I think that's why it could nominate because it's like, "Hey, Oscars, you kind of suck," <laughs> and they're like. Well, then you won't get a nomination. Film history is racist. What? So, yeah, I'm kind of... Uh, that's what I'm really upset by. Yeah. But, hey, uh, award shows usually kind of suck, but it's still fun to look at what movies get nominated what movies don't. But, uh, yeah, do you have anything else to say with the Oscars, or should we do our recommendations? I think let's do a recommendation. I think that's all I have to say. All right, well, if you remember, uh, back, uh, like... 40 minutes ago, uh, I said I have, I have a film noir nomination. Um, and that movie is uh, The Hitchhiker. Uh, if you follow me on Letterboxd, you'll see that I recently watched it. But basically what makes it really cool is that it is the one and only film noir to be directed by a woman. What? Maybe. Right? Well, love, love, love that. Um, it's a, a very good movie. It has some uh, nice uh, homoerotic undertones. Really love to see it. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very short. It's like... 70 minutes. Now you're speaking about my, now you're speaking about my language. <laughs> it's, uh, so, so the premise is, is that two boys, uh, well, two men, are out going, they're going on a fishing trip, and, uh, and they pick up a hitchhiker who turns out to be a criminal, and he takes them hostage. Ooh. 
You love to see it. And it's basically just them going on a road trip with uh, with this man taking them hostage, and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, sort of, it's a classic noir, film noir, but with like an interesting history of it being the only women directed film noir. So uh, yeah, highly recommend it. It's on uh, Criterion, so uh, go check it out. I think it's also on Tubi. So Tubi is a free streaming service. So yeah. go watch it there. I think it's even on. It, it, it's it's a lot of places. Like it should be pretty easy to find. It's on Plex. It's on uh, Amazon. I think it's it's kind of yeah. everywhere. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Do you have a recommendation for us? Um, I'm going to recommend. Hold on. Let's go to my recent watch pile. I'm going. To, um. Um. Pearl. Pearl is very good. Also nice. Very good. Two movies from this year that were very good. Probably could be nominated. Um. Uh, obviously, the, the categories for all, all these were tight, but Pearl is very good. How it works in some like COVID stuff because it's, it's it takes place in like the forties after influenza. Nice, yeah. No, there's um, actually some pretty good movies this year. Like, I'm trying to like catch up on all the movies uh, from 2022. Well, nope, sorry, sorry, World War One. Sorry. Oh yeah. But yeah, the Smash Blue after World War One. So nice. Yeah. Well, but like uh, looking back on this year, there was actually some pretty good movies. I uh, very good year for for movies. People, people just don't know how like this year was back back to normal. Back to normal. I mean, you can argue whether whether it is, but in terms of cinema, great year for cinema. Yeah, right? it being a shortened year or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, no, I'm uh, quite happy with it. But uh, anyways, that has been our podcast. We tune in next time when we talk about something. A movie. Bye-bye now.